Hey, and welcome to another episode of Lessons for My Kids. Today, we're talking about uh, 10 pieces of well-worn life advice you may need to hear right now. And I saw this article uh, on NPR, and for those of you who don't know what NPR is, it's National Public Radio, and it's uh, a lot of talk radio. Uh, They do some uh, different insights and analysis of things happening around the country. Uh, They also put on some entertaining shows, uh, some game shows, and things like that. Anyway, uh, I saw this article, though, and I thought, hey, this is right up our alley. This is right where we're looking for uh, teaching our kids uh, some different life lessons. And so with that, um, there's a couple of different authors for this this article, and I think they did a pretty good job of uh, putting together this list. So anyway... Uh, One of the things that they start out with is advice is tricky and it's unwelcome or poorly timed, uh, or if it's unwelcome or poorly timed, it can feel like, uh, you know, very problematic. It can feel uncomfortable. um, And even if it's solid and it has a lot of wisdom, they say maybe it's just not the right fit or style uh, for that person on the receiving end. But advice that is uh, welcoming... uh, it's usually uh, very comfortable, very uh, well-received at times. So anyway, this one is uh, on a a site called LifeKit, or I guess it would be the uh, program is called LifeKit for NPR. And they do, according to this, they interview a lot of people, give advice for living. And uh, so this should, again, right be uh, up our alley. So let's jump right into it. Um, the first thing that they say as far as a piece of well-worn advice uh, you may need to hear right now is there's more than one way to do something. So I use the example of when I'm in school or when kids are in school, they're told, hey, here's a problem that we need to solve or here's a project that you need to do. And everyone has their own way of looking at things. Uh, And there's always more than one point of view. So if you're given a project, uh, the way that you look at it or the way that you perceive it, it may be different than what the teacher is looking for. Uh, But how you interpret it um, is, is a key here. So there's always more than one way to do something. So if you were to, let's say, mow the lawn. Um, One person will say you need to go from front to back. One person will say you need to go from right to left or vice versa. And uh, really, neither way is wrong. It it gets the job done. It it eventually will cut the entire lawn. One may may take a little bit longer than the other, depending on how many times you got to make passes. But in the end, the ultimate goal is mowing the lawn. And that's the same thing with a lot of things in life. As you get older, and this is the lesson for the kids under this one, when you get older, people will give you a task to do in a job, in school, um, maybe in your community. In the end, the person giving you the task isn't going to tell you exactly the steps to take to complete the task. They're going to say, here's the task I need done. Go do it. And you have to figure out what's the best way to do it. Now, the way you do it may be different than the person who gave you the task. 
But in the end, if you get to the outcome um, and you learn a little bit, I mean, maybe you fail by going through those, those steps that you thought were best. And maybe you need to ask advice, which is fine. Uh, but it's important that you go through and figure it out. Um, and again, there may be more than one way to do it. And one, what, what way you go about it may be different from somebody else. And that doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It's just different. So anyway, that's a long-winded one. Um, we'll, make the, <clears throat> we'll make the rest of these a little bit shorter. Um, number two, they say the hate will come at the same rate as the love. Um, one of the authors says here, the best advice I ever received was that the hate will come at the same rate as love. There will always be people who are so dissatisfied with themselves that they have to project that onto other people. And instead of trying to focus on the negativity, I try to put, uh, more energy into the people and the things that are showing me love, support, and energy. So with that, we think about the people who are, um, being very negative you tend not to want to be around those people. You tend to, to say, I, you know, I need to be around the people who are focusing on the positive, who are more optimistic, the ones who are looking at, um, you know, the glass half full, so to speak, versus half empty. And you put your energy into those people because in the end, they help bring up your life. They help bring up your mindset. And really, it is a mindset. If you... Um, know those people though who always seem to have that gray cloud over them and nothing is ever good and nothing is ever positive you know that those are the people you probably don't want to spend a lot of time around so find those people who are sharing love who are volunteering who are doing positive things in the world and that will rub off on you uh, number three they say do smaller loads of laundry and I thought this was an interesting one because I was always taught fill it up get it clean and move on. Uh, that way you're not having to do multiple loads of laundry. But this was an interesting one because they said uh, the number thing, and number one thing uh, that they needed to know when going away to college was do smaller loads of laundry and that your clothes will come out cleaner. Um, I don't know. I, I, I guess this kind of goes with there's more than one way to do something. Uh, but <clears throat> there are there are positives to doing smaller loads of laundry, I guess, if you have uh, clothes that are um, more delicate. Uh, you don't want those going in with the less delicate clothes or anything that's really dirty. Um, going in with something that's, you know, kind of nice, like a dress shirt or something. Um, maybe the smaller loads are, are better. So uh, take that one how you will and run with it. Number four, uh, being vulnerable means taking off our armor. Um, that says here um, that being vulnerable as long as they knew the other person would be warm and wouldn't judge them, um, that's, Im that's important sometimes, being able to show your true self. Um, there are so many people in this world who tend to hide behind things and they, they are always on the defensive. Sometimes it's good to put yourself out there a little bit. Um, you never know what you're going to find. You might might find somebody who's being honest with you. Um and if you can give that little bit of honesty back and you're a little vulnerable to them and put yourself out there, uh, you never know what could come back. And so sometimes it's okay to not be defensive. Sometimes it's okay to say, hey, I don't know the answer. Um, maybe I'm not as smart in this area as you are. It's okay. <clears throat> We're not going to be perfect in all of our areas of our lives. So 
Do the best you can. Number five, go where the energy goes. I thought this was an interesting one too. Uh, kind of goes back along with what we were talking about with um, uh, the hate and, and love uh, in number two. Um, but the best piece of advice that this person ever received, they say, is go where the energy goes. And what has those good vibes? What makes you feel good about yourself? Where's that good energy? And then go in that direction. Number six, I do think that uh, we do need to share this more with our kids. Uh, it's not all about you. And I think this was a good one because so many times we don't think about the other people in our lives. Um, we are so wrapped up in what we're doing that we don't think about how does this affect somebody else? You know, if your parents are cooking dinner and all of a sudden you're needing to run out to a friend's house, well, you're not thinking about how much time your parents prepared dinner or how much time it took to, to put this all together. Um, you, you may not be thinking about how they want to have a family dinner. Uh, so think about what people are doing around you. Think about the, the things that people have given up in order to make your life uh, a little bit better or to give you advice or to give you um, the things that you have in your life. And make sure that you're thanking people because, again, it's not all about you and we're just one big, uh, one piece of a bigger universe. And uh, that's important for us to keep in mind is that we need to thank those people around us and we need to also work with them um, and think of them from time to time. Uh, number seven, expect yourself to change. Um, we all change as we go through life. And if you look at yourself where you are now in comparison to where you were maybe three years ago, maybe five years ago, maybe even less than that, um, we should expect ourselves to change because we're learning new things, we're growing in size, we're growing in knowledge, we're growing in friends. Um, the world that we live in goes from being just in our neighborhood and our homes and our families uh, and we start expanding out towards new communities, to new schools, to new friends, to new neighbors, we might move. And so give yourself that space uh, to grow, um, that know that you're going to change, know that you're going to learn some things, and know you're going to get better. Um, and be open to that change. But also uh, keep in mind, whatever's out there, there could be good, there could be evil uh, on both sides of that coin. <clears throat> so you need to also understand what it is um, you're changing into uh, and then work with the people around you again go where the positive energy goes and uh, stay where those those people are that are going to help you grow um, number eight it says when people show you who they are believe them uh, we all are there, there's a true self within all of us. Some of us know ourselves well. Some of us don't know ourselves well. And the, you'll find that when people are saying one thing and doing something else, that might actually be who they truly are. If they say that they're giving and yet they don't give at all, if they say that they're an open book but yet don't talk at all, if they or vice versa, maybe they say they're a giving person and they're out volunteering constantly or they're teaching kids uh, new things or maybe they are um, saying they're an open book and they're talking all the time. 
you truly get to know if that person is being real or not. And you can figure out pretty quickly those people who are not being real with themselves and with those around them. Um, Once you get to realize who those people are, you'll realize which people you want to hang out with. Um, Let's see, number nine, pace out your self-improvement. Self-improvement is going to come no matter we want to want it or not it's it's part of that and we've talked about this before it's education that's lifelong and so when we look at that self-improvement we may say we want to exercise uh, more and as we get older our bodies slow down our metabolism slows down and our bodies aren't nearly as athletic and strong as they used to be Uh, so if you have somebody who says i'm going to go and eat better and i'm going to exercise more and all of a sudden in the first week they're they're trying to run a marathon and they're trying to eat salad uh, or or less sugar in every meal that's fine but that's probably going to burn them out pretty quickly whereas if they pace themselves pace themselves and move in progression maybe they go for a walk then they go for a jog then they go for a run uh, and they do this over the course of weeks or months, maybe even the course of a year. Um, and maybe they start implementing different foods into their diet to, that are less sugary and slowly they wean themselves off of uh, those sugary foods. Those are the things that they say, pace out your self-improvement because to try and, and say, I'm going to go get a master's degree and try and get it done within six months, you're not going to do it. It's going to take you a year. It might take you two years. It might take you five years. Um just know that trying to sell, uh, trying to gain that self-improvement is first a great step, but then second, it may not be something that happens overnight. You're going to have to, to channel yourself into creating uh, more of a lifelong uh, or a longer-term improvement plan. And the last one they say is number 10, and it's okay to say, I don't know. This kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. Um, There are times when you are not going to know something. It's okay to not know something. We don't expect you, uh, or anyone for that matter, to know everything. You know, I I look at a CEO of a business, or I look at a principal of a school, or I look at a faculty member in a college. Um, You know, they don't know everything. They shouldn't know everything. I mean, there's just, there's no way. There is so much knowledge out there in the world. And so it's okay uh, if you don't know the answer to something. But it's also important for you if you're being asked something, if you don't know, try to figure out what the answer might be or try and find somebody who might have that answer. Um, Because that's an area of learning that you just can partake in. And it will obviously be something that you can remember for a much longer time. Um, There are things that I've learned over time that I've said, I don't know the answer to it. And some people might be mad because they need the answer right then and there. But they realize they don't know all the answers either. So they might have to say, I don't know once in a while. Um, It's okay for that to happen. And... um, As long as you're pushing yourself forward and you're finding answers, that's important um, for you to learn and to have knowledge. And maybe it'll build upon itself and you'll gain other areas of knowledge that you may not have ever thought of. And so I think of uh, people in my life 
who I've grown up with, and they might have been into music or theater or sports. And all of a sudden they've had kids and now they're learning areas of the world that they never thought they would have. Um, People who were never into theater, now their kids are doing stage plays. Um, And they're going, oh, I didn't even know this was a play. Or, you know, maybe it's they had to learn about a sport and they never were into sports or athletics. And now all of a sudden their kid is playing and they're having to figure out the rules. Those are things that happen over time, and they happen throughout our lives all the time. So it's okay to not know everything, but it's also important for us to go out and gain that knowledge. So with that, I'm going to end this episode. Um, This was a good one, though, I thought. Uh, NPR, their show is Life Kit, and this article was 10 pieces of well-worn life advice you may need to hear right now. Um, For my kids, I love you. I hope that this uh, gives you a little bit more of direction and gives you some things to think about. And for all the rest of you, hopefully it does the same. Um, And uh, hopefully uh, we start thinking about how we can find those people in our lives who will be positive role models. We can be a little vulnerable. Um, We can have that positive energy and maybe we can help others have positive energy. And then uh, knowing that you're going to be changing make sure that you're pacing that self-improvement. And when you don't know something, it's okay to say, I don't know. With that, thanks for listening to another episode and we'll catch you next time.